There's a monster in my closet. Its presence is a sporadic constance in my life, like my mother singing in the kitchen and my father slipping out for a cigarette, which takes him several days to find. There's no rhyme or reason to the timing of the visits, at least as far as I can tell. My closet is empty, and then it's not. I know this like I know my own name, feel it like I feel my own weight and space in the world, and the noises. There's a great twisting creak as the monster arrives, a groaning as my closet is forced to contain something so large and unyielding. It almost doesn't fit. My closet door is pushed out, the hinges struggling to withstand the onslaught. And just when I expect it to break, the monster settles down, seemingly content to stay inside the confines of my closet. But then it opens the door, just a few inches, a sliver of shadows. Then I hear its breath cold, wet, rattling sound invades my room as I cower beneath my blanket. The first night it came, I screamed for help. My piercing wails covered the creaking, the pounding of my father's feet as he rushed down the hall. He thrust open my door, his figure gruff but familiar enough that my throat could rest. The light switched on, my eyes forced shut by the onslaught of light as my father searched the room. But the monster was gone. My mother rushed to me, holding me to her chest. As my father's panting turned into confusion, then rage. She covered my ears with her hands, muffling my father's yells as she soothed his sharp cries into bitter grumbles. Then all I heard was the steady beat of my mother's heart, lulling me to sleep before I could consciously accept I was safe. I woke up in my mother's arms, her dark hair spilling out around her in inky waves. Her dark eyes were already open, watching me and she pulled me against her, the extra pressure forcing out tears as I told her what had come in the night of the monster in my closet. She let me finish, her attention firm, as she gently brushed my tears away. Then she spoke, her voice a lilting melody. The real monsters are never the ones in your closet. In the kitchen, my mother squeezed my hand before going to make breakfast, my father grumbling about missed sleep while reading the sports section. For a moment, a sharp surge of indignation rose within me, but I remembered his bare feet, his gasping breaths, how he reached me first. So I thanked him for coming to help me and his gruffness withered to an embarrassed grimace. My mother hid her grin as our morning continued, and I never screamed for help from the monster again.
I was still afraid, still quaked with fear each night the monster came. I held my breath and pulled my blanket up around me, sure I could stay safe if I stayed hidden beneath it. But eventually, you have to take a breath to get fresh air, to sleep. And so I learned that sleep and mornings would come with steady assurance, monster or no. It was a warm summer night, the heat a thick blanket over our house. My father had gone out for a cigarette six days ago, causing my mother to head to bed early, a glass of wine washing down a small pink pill. She had warned me to shut my window before going to sleep, that it was dangerous. But I knew I'd never sleep if I let the air grow stagnant. Still, to appease her, I shut it halfway before lying down. My mother had been right. I awoke to the window being pushed open. For a moment, I thought it strange for the monster to be using the window until a large, dark figure stole into my room. This was no shadow being, but a large man, his humanity causing a new kind of terror to creep down my spine. I opened my mouth to scream, but no sound emerged. My voice stolen by the night, my absent father, my gentle sleeping mother, the strange beast of a man in my room standing over me. The man stepped forward into the slither of darkness leaking from my closet. There was a deep, rumbling growl as the shadow spilled out, encasing him in absolute darkness. Struggling, he opened his mouth as if to scream, but the shadows reached up, pouring down his throat in thick, unending waves. A bitter gagging erupted from the man as he fell to his knees, thrashing around as the shadows kept coming. They surged over him until the shape became inhuman, a monster, a bad dream. The struggling ceased, and into the quiet, the shadows drug his body into the closet, the door creaking shut behind it. A sick, meaty crunch thrust out of my closet, and I plugged my ears until all I heard was my still racing heart. I stayed that way, unmoving, until I saw the door creak open, the slither of darkness spilling across my floor. I put my arms down slowly, but all I heard was the slow, wet breath of a monster. I got up slowly, reaching with my fingers to shut the window, locking it with a firm twist of my hand. I raced back to my bed, drawing up my blanket, but left my head outside, listening to the breaths from the closet. Thank you, I said, to the darkness, to the monster. There was a pause so brief I would have missed it if I'd not been so focused.
And then the breathing resumed, thick and steady. I fell asleep to the sounds of the monster in my closet.